Trust 
and glory right now, Jesus. You are worthy and you are worthy, Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I am excited to be in the house of God this morning. Amen. There is no other place I want to be besides right here feeling this precious spirit of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I think, I know that God's going to do some good things this morning. I'm not going to say I think, I know by faith He's going to bring some things to pass in people's lives this morning. Amen. Amen and amen. If you have your Bible, I'd like to turn your attention to the book of Psalms chapter 30. Amen. Psalms chapter 30. And we would like to start reading at verse number 1. Amen. And it reads, I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up, and hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endureth but a moment in his favor in life. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. And in my prosperity I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by thy favor thou hast made my mountain to stand strong. Thou didst hide my, thy face, and I was troubled. I cried to thee, O Lord, and unto the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there in my blood when I go down to the pit? Shall the dust praise thee? Shall it declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me, Lord. Be thou my helper. Thou hast turned for me, for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. To the end of my glory may sing praise to thee. And not be silent, O Lord, thy, my God. I give, I will give thanks unto Thee forever. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated this morning. This morning, I am encouraged in the Scripture. Amen. There are times in this life that we go through situations. We go through some trials. We go through some hard times, you can say. What would seem that way to this natural makeup that we have, this flesh that we have, uh, we put, uh, we, we stress out, I think, too much on things, and we put too much uh, thought into some events that go on in our life that we should not even worry about sometimes. They're just things the devil brings to try to distract us, to try to derail us from what the real purpose at hand is. Amen. There's only one purpose that we have in this life, 
And that purpose is that we will repent of our sins and that that we will be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of those sins and that we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in another language. Amen. That's the purpose in which we have this day that God has given us. And that's the only reason that we have this day that God has given us, that we can prepare our heart and make ourselves ready to stand in His presence. Amen. And all these other decoys and all these other things the devil brings are trying to wrap us up, trying to wrap our attention and our emotions and everything that we have that we're so involved with things that we can't see the real meaning in what God has placed us here to do. Amen. As we read here in Psalms this morning, David was praying and crying out to God, and he says, you have turned my mourning and my weeping, you've turned it into dancing, meaning I see now these things that I get so upset about, these things that get me so down, these things that pull me and drag me away, they have no meaning because because I've got a purpose here today, and that is to lift up your name, that is to call out praise and give you thanksgiving. Hallelujah. I'm not going to sit down and let the devil have my number this morning and start saying, oh, you can't get up and praise God. You can't give God thanks today because you've done this and you've done that. Well, I want you to know this morning that my sins have been washed by the blood of the Lamb. He brought me out of that water, a brand new creature. Amen. And I'm going to stand on these two legs God gave me today, and I'm going to give him thanks for his thanks for his remission. I'm going to give him thanks for giving me an opportunity. I'm going to give him thanks for everything he's brought me out of, for every victory he's given me in my life. Hallelujah. And I'm not going to look at the situations around me. I'm not going to care about them because they're going to be there. And they're going to go on. And the devil's going to do his thing. But I'm not going to pay any attention to it. Because God's woke me up for another reason this morning. Amen. There's a place in the scripture where Jesus had told his disciples that we are going to go get in the boat and we're going to go to the other side. And the disciples, they had heard what Jesus had said. They went out, they pressed off, and they were in the middle of the water there, the lake, and, and the Bible says a great storm began to blow. And as the storm began to blow, the Bible says the water was coming in the boat, the, the wind was blowing, it was storming horribly bad, and the disciples began to lose their faith, began to doubt what God had told them, and saying that we're going to go to the other side. And see, what you have to realize is sometimes in our life, we are in the midst of that storm. We're in the midst of everything going wrong, and everything seems to be crashing in. Everything seems to be literally looking like it's the end of the road here. We have no more place to go. But you've got to understand something, that Jesus is in control of the situation. He knows exactly where we're at. He knows everything that's going on in our life. And he, the Bible says He's not going to leave us, and He's not going to forsake us amen and as they begin to get weary and they begin to doubt and they begin to fear 
And they lost all faith. And they went and said, Jesus, please come. We're going to die. And, and he came up there and he calmed everything down. But see, sometimes we don't need everything calmed down. We don't need everything just to be perfect because, you know, then you're going to forget here the reason. You're going to forget the purpose here. So sometimes it's, we have it too good, sometimes I feel. We get too used to having things at our fingertips. We get too used to all the commodities that we have around us, and we really forget how good we've got it. And he came. He calmed it down, and he said, where's your faith at? I told you guys. And here you can't even... You know, trust what I'm saying to you. And see, the problem is, is all they could see was right around them. All they could see was the waves and the wind and, 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 and the rain coming down. That's all they were looking at. They weren't looking down the road. They weren't looking outside of the storm, outside of the present thing at hand, and looking at the word of faith that God had given them and already promised to them. You can't look at your situation today sometimes. You can't look at how everything's going around your life all the time. You've got to look down the road here. I'm not looking at today. I'm looking at my eternity. I'm looking at where I'm going to retire this vessel at. And all I'm worried about is making sure that I've got everything in line, that I'm making sure everything is ready for that day. Amen. Because you've got to understand that when it's raining out there and it's storming out there and everything's going on out there ab above those clouds, it's crystal clear. Everything's calm and perfect and everything's just right above the storm. And see, you've got to have faith in God through every step of life that He gives us and every opportunity in life that He gives us that, hey, it may be a little rough looking right now, but I know by faith He's got everything under control. I know by faith he's got every answer that I need. He's made every provision that I need. He's got everything lined out for me. And as long as I keep trusting, as long as I keep obeying his word and keep submitting myself to his word and allowing it to work in my life, it's going to be okay. You know, that's sometimes easier said than done, right? It's easy to say something, but it's a whole other story to do it. And the scripture says, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Don't, don't tell yourself, oh, I'm going to do this and then not do it. I'm going to do the work of God today. I'm going to do the will of God that he's got in my life today because I know that if I don't do it, I'm not going to make it. I have no chance. I have no opportunity. The scripture says that he has made a way of escape. And that way of escape is us repenting and us being baptized and us receiving the Holy Ghost. That's our way of escape this morning from what the devil has in front of us. From everything the devil tries to bring, God has already made a way for us to be able to make it. Amen. You know, sometimes you, you just wonder why that people and, and hearts and lives, they can't just listen to what the Word of God says. You wonder why it's so difficult to just simply be obedient to what the Word of God says. And, and, and you see it, you hear it, it's preached, 
You can read it in your Bible of what exactly it says word for word. And sometimes you find yourself not being able to do it. And you, don't, you can't find it. You come to the crossroads, per se. You come to the, the place of taking the first step of faith outside of the comfort zone, if you will, or outside of what you're used to and what, how it's been portrayed to you beforehand. And you come to that place and, and, and you see it and you have understanding of it, but you can't quite get it. Okay? And that's where the devil is going to be just pounding at your little door and saying, you don't need it. It's not necessary. It, it's just it's going to make you look like a fool. You can just keep doing what you're doing. It's going to be okay. Everything eventually is going to work out. All these different things are going to be said. But it's not true. I, was, I got a phone call the other day, and one of my, it's my stepfather, and uh, his grandma had passed away, and she had been suffering for some time and been very ill from different things, and, and he, he said, you know, you know, I'm just, I'm really glad that she's gone now because she's just, she was in so much pain, and, it, and it's so much better now. She's in, you know, everything will be okay now. And, and I, you know, very politely, I had to say, well, you know, <laughs> It's, that's not true in all cases. If you're not prepared to meet God and you're not ready to stand before Him, everything's not better now. It's not, you know, everybody wants to say, oh, they, they lived a good life and they were a good person. Oh, it's, oh, it's okay now. It's, they're, they're in God's hands and everything's going to be perfect and wonderful and all this kind of stuff. No, 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 no. See, you've, you're missing a few steps here before you get there. And that's where we're at right now this morning. We're in the place of preparation. We're in the place of making sure that our heart is ready to meet Him. And that we're doing what it says. And that we're not just talking about it. And we're not just saying, oh, I see that. Well, that's great that you see it. But it's now it's time to plug it into your life. It's time to accept it and allow it to work inside of you. Ha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to do what God says. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to watch somebody else do it. That's not good enough. That doesn't take care of me. Amen. Each and every one of us were born, and each and every one of us individually were born, and we all have that same uh, mark of sin upon our lives. All of us do. No one is excluded here this morning. We all are born the exact same way, and we all have the same responsibility to take care of. Amen. And everybody... The scripture says at one time or another is going to have that opportunity. Nobody's going to be able to get to heaven and say, oh, I, I never knew that I needed to do that. I, I didn't know that. Oh, you had your chance. And some have had more than one chance. And I'm not, you know, saying that we aren't doing, but I'm saying you better take advantage of every chance that God gives you. In every opportunity, He allows you to be in His presence and come into His house. You need to make sure that your ears are opened up, that your eyes are focused on what the Word of God is saying, and that there's nothing else getting in the way from that. See, there's a lot of things that want to get in the way there. There's a lot of things that want to creep in there and take the time and take the place of what God's trying to show you in your life. And the problem is, a lot of times, you're going to look at those things, and you're going to allow those things to be in your heart because they're more convenient. And they look nicer. And it's easier for you to do. 
Okay, I'm not looking for an easy way to get through this. I'm not looking for a way to avoid things and a way to, you know, make everybody happy in a way that everybody's going to be, oh, oh, ooh, look at them. No, no, no. I'm simply looking for the right way, the way that God says in His Word, and I'm just wanting to do that. Yeah, there's going to be times where people say, ooh, I don't want that. There's going to be times that people say, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. There's going to be times that people are going to say all kinds of things. But does that make a difference? No. Is God still on the throne? Yes. Is He still in control? Yes. And so all that is is just the old devil again bringing up his little two cents that don't mean anything. And then all, all the problem is is sometimes we allow ourselves to listen to that two cents. We allow ourselves to say, oh, let me give an ear to this and see what they're saying over here. And oh, oh no, no, all these guys say, no, no, just shut it out. Just cut it off. Let loose of it. Let go of it. Stop allowing that influence to be there. Amen. God calls us. The scripture says that he calls us out of darkness and he places us into his marvelous light. He separates us from this world and the things of this world. He cuts us and he makes us a different people. The Bible says a peculiar people. He brings us out of that and all the garbage that goes with it, he delivers us from it. He gives us victory over it and he intends for us to stay that way. He doesn't clean you up to go back out and get messed up again. He doesn't give you a right mind for you to go allow every kind of influence to come pouring back into it again. I want that pure mind that God has given me. The scripture David said, create in me that clean heart and renew again in me that right spirit. I want that right spirit. I want that clean heart, that pure mind. Amen. I don't want my vessel that God has given me to be polluted with garbage. I don't want the things of this world. I don't want the attitudes of this world. I don't want the emotions of this world. I don't want the influences of this world. I don't want any part of it. Amen. Because what God has given me is more valuable than that. What He's done in my life, you can't put a price tag on it. And I'm not trying to say I'm perfect. I'm not perfect. But I'm saying I recognize today what God has done in my life. I recognize everything that He is doing, and I'm excited about it. Because I see now, oh, I've got something to look forward to here this morning. I've got something that, that I see down the road here that I'm going to press toward. I'm going to work toward. I'm going to focus on. And no matter what comes between now and then, I know in my heart it's going to be okay. If you could just get in your mind this morning, that it's going to be okay. If you just get in your heart this morning, it doesn't matter what it looks like. I know God's got control of it. I know that he's got a victory waiting on me. I know that he has provided every need for me right now. And I'm going to go ahead and give him praise for it. I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and claim that victory. I'm not going to wait on it. I'm going to claim it right now and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for making that way. Thank you for providing for me. Thank you for the victory. Amen. You don't have to live a life of depression, a life of being down all the time and, and, and sulking all the time and, and grumpy all the time. Amen. And always doubting and fearing and, and scared about tomorrow and all these different things. That's just the devil. 
Just put it where it belongs. To stop putting the blame on, oh, so-and-so here and, and so-and-so. No, no, no. You go ahead and put it where it belongs. It's the devil. And the devil's just trying to distract. He's trying to, to, to make sure that you don't have enough courage to take a step of faith. This morning, you just say, devil, I don't care. I'm going to take the step of faith. I'm going to stand in the place of opportunity. I'm going to stand where God wants me to stand. I'm going to do what God wants me to do. I'm going to claim the victory. I'm going to claim the promise that you've already gave to me. You can't argue with the one that wrote the book. And when he writes it, he said, this is the way it's going to be. So that's the way it's going to be. And you can either fight against it and that's what some people like to do because they don't want to accept it. They don't want to humble themselves to say, okay, I don't know everything. And obviously, the Word, the word of God does know everything. And so I'm going to stop trying here. And I'm just going to let the Word do what it's supposed to do in my heart. I'm not going to fight against it. It doesn't do any good to fight against the Word of God. And when you question and when you say, I can't, that means you're saying, God, you're not good enough. God, your Word is not true. You can't do this and you can't do that. And that's what you're You may say, oh, I'm scared or, oh, I don't think I can, but you're just really saying, God, you're not good enough. God's good enough. God's more than able to supply every need that we have in our heart and our need in our life this morning. He's more than capable of supplying for us. Amen. But it's all about, do we want Him to do it? Are we ready for Him to do it? Are we capable of standing upon some faith this morning? Get a, a little backbone about, about us this morning and say, I'm sick of getting pushed around. I'm sick of getting, you know, pushed every direction here. Just take a little stand and say, I want this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to put everything I have in this to make sure that it works in my life because I want to go to heaven. I want to make sure that I'm ready to stand before Him. Amen. I'm not going to let the mourning get me down. I'm not going to let the weeping get me down because I know that there is joy in the house of God. I know that there is everything that I need right here in this atmosphere. Amen. Let's, let's worship Him right now all over this house. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Ah, we thank you, Lord. Come and worship this morning. If you have a need, you come and you pray, and God's going to touch your life. Thank you, Jesus. Give it to me. me